Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Sometimes this mad chat at the moment that the hiring of Miro in AEW was bad. I mean, honestly. Just because his first few months were somewhat of a finding himself phase, fans drew a line under it. This is crazy because right now the best man is one of the finest things in wrestling and a great example of why patience is important. Not everyone is going to arrive and smash it on day one. So I'm Simon from What Culture. This is 10 wrestlers who were wrongly judged. After one match. Number 10, Taz. When Taz blasted into WWE with all the fanfare anybody could want, he was branded as dangerous ludicrous. His debut at the 2000 Raw Rumble was excellent, and he suplexed Kurt Angle's body around the place before choking him out with a submission. It made the former ECW champion look like a hero instantly, but there was a problem. Somebody backstage saw this beating and decided it didn't look too kosher. It spread throughout the locker room before Taz was labelled as dangerous, even though the man taking the beating, Kurt Frickin' Angle, has come out and said this wasn't the case at all. If there was anything that went wrong during the spot, it was Angle hurling himself with a little too much gusto because he wanted Taz to look great. Somehow this all stuck though and Vince McMahon decided it must be true. From nowhere Taz's height also became an issue even though he was the same height he'd always been. It was just unfair to be honest and based on absolutely nothing. Number 9, Eddie Guerrero. Another question of someone getting shorter despite being hired at one height and remaining at that height, Eddie Guerrero is also deemed to be injury prone, which can be the kiss of death in WWE. It's long been said that if Vince McMahon decides you are a health risk, you won't make it to the top. It was an uphill battle for Eddie too, as Bruce Pritchard told us on his Something to Wrestle With podcast. The boss's first words to his right-hand man was how tiny Guerrero was, so when he also hurt his elbow during his WWE debut match well this was not the dream as ever anybody worried about latino heat taking their spot jumped all over this and as jim ross on grilling jr would admit it was used as a see we shouldn't have hired him excuse to anyone that would listen thankfully there are enough people in the company that could see just how good guerrero was and once he did come back man did he make these idiots eat their words eddie is without doubt one of the best wrestlers ever didn't matter he had a slight setback or wasn't six foot four he was a master of the game regardless of any supposed setbacks. Number 8, Mordecai. is boring, apparently. This seems to be the trend that continues today, but again, when you really take a step back and look at it, I don't really think we gave Mordecai much of a chance. His debut against Scotty Too Hotty at Judgment Day 2004 wasn't exactly a highlight, and yeah, Morty just worked far too slow. It was a one and done for many, though, because within that moment, they decided his character sucked, 
and that was that. His idea, of course, was to ape the old school stylings of the original Zombie Undertaker, and even Kevin Furtick, the guy behind this, admitted he should have presented it differently to a more modern audience. If we had actually worked together to establish that and rethought it, however, who knows what would have happened, but no, this was it. WWE soured on him, and when he got into a real-life bar fight, that was all the impetus anybody needed to can the entire thing. He would then soon return as a vampire... Let's not even talk about it. Number seven, Trish Stratus. So at one point in her career, a lot of people decided that Trish Stratus was just another diva. Sheesh. And sure, I get it. Trish and Bradshaw versus Jackie Gator and Chris Nowinski from July 2002 is so bad, you will not believe it. But there was more than just one person dropping the ball there. As ever, though, Trish took all the heat as forums filled up with some truly horrendous comments, and we tried to push her to one side. Because she was so focused on what she wanted to achieve, though, Stratus would not be deterred. She just used all this to fuel herself forward, and by the end of that year at Survivor Series, she was having a great feud with Victoria. If we had gone the of the wind, however, we would have thrown Stratus out of the push wagon and potentially not ended up with one of WWE's best female performers ever. And that, my friends, would have been atrocious. Number six, D'Lo Brown. I will still never get over the fact that people didn't like D'Lo Brown's chest protector gimmick. It was the best. Stupid, of course, but wrestling is stupid, and I'm stupid, and therefore it's wonderful. Sadly, we don't talk about this much anymore, simply due to the horrendous accident that caused Darren Drozdov both his career and his ability to walk. A terrible incident in October 1999 on SmackDown saw D'Lo hit a powerbomb onto Droz, who landed badly and ended up in a wheelchair. This understandably, but also unfairly then weighed heavy over Brown and his legacy, especially given what pro wrestling is. Every performer is mere inches away from a disaster simply due to what is happening in the ring. It led some to label D'Lo as unsafe even though he was anything but, because think of all the matches he'd had prior to this. It becomes a common talking point, which is important as we shouldn't forget about the dangers or the health of Droz, but D'Lo himself did so much more. Very upsettingly, sometimes these things just happen. Number five, Tom McGee. I mean, even if this was correct, it's such a fair amount of pressure to put on someone. As soon as Vincent Kennedy McMahon saw Tom McGee in October 1986, he decided this was the next Hulk Hogan. I mean, what a bar to live up to, and you will be shocked to hear he didn't do it. The main reason for this, though, was Bret Hart. The Hitman was Tom's opponent on this night, and he did such a good job in carrying the rookie through a match, McMahon thought that all his gut instincts were correct. This guy was a star. Speaking of about it in his autobiography, Brett even mentioned that afterwards he didn't get any praise. It was all reserved for McGee, who was showered with positive joy, because this was our new world champion, or at least it was meant to be. Sadly, all of Tom's follow-up matches were nowhere near as good because he wasn't in the ring with Brett the Hitman Hart, and it took about three months before Vinnie Mac realized this and dropped the whole thing. I mean, that seems a little bit strong, because surely we could have just played to his strengths, but ah well, what you gonna do, brother? Number four, Goldberg. Right, sure, yes. Bill Goldberg was not known for his long epic matches. He was more of a get in get out kind of guy but to say that's all he did is unfair there is always an exception to the rule realizing that if he was going to be a regular headliner his bouts would have to stretch more than two minutes wcw told goldberg to start extending his work time nine times out of ten this didn't work but that wasn't true at halloween havoc 1998 when he took on ddp not only did the pair go over 10 minutes which for bill is a marathon but this was really good in hindsight diamond dallas page should have won the title given what was about to happen but we can't change that now and if you haven't seen it go and watch it's fun didn't serve his run in wwe well because vince mcmahon wanted this all the time and that was never gonna happen but if you are willing to look long enough you will find these gems. Number three, Mick Foley. This one is offensive and 
completely stupid. The King of the Ring 1998 Hell in a Cell match will forever be one of the most famous matches in history. The sight of mankind going off the top and through the cage remains as nuts now as it was then, and I still don't get how Mick Foley can move. This was carnage. It has become so legendary though, there's this idea that it's all Foley was. A stunt-taking, big-bumping artist and nothing more, and I cry bullshit. All you gotta do is watch his matches against Stone Cold Steve Austin, Shawn Michaels, Sting, and a host of others to see how great Mick was and how his ring psychology was second to none. He also made every single one of his opponents look great. He is far more of an all-rounder than some people give him credit for, and even Vince McMahon got this one wrong. He was so convinced Foley wouldn't work out, he told Jim Ross his reputation was on the line with this hiring. As it would turn out, good old JR had quite the eye for talent. Number two, Booker T. I remember this one at the time, and it was silly. But mostly from WWE fans who were conditioned to hate anything and everything from WCW, there was this ridiculous notion that Booker T had been overhyped. I mean, come on now. This was all based on one dodgy match too. July 2001 saw Nitro come to Raw when Booker T and Buff Bagwell locked up in a Monday main event. And no, it wasn't ideal, but it's not as bad as history would make you believe also wasn't Booker's fault. Bagwell had been struggling in the dying days of World Championship Wrestling, whereas Booker T had risen to the top, but it was quite clear who was holding this back, and it wasn't a five-time world champion. It didn't help that Booker would also break Steve Austin's hand early on in his WWE run, which just created more animosity, but look, it's wrestling, things happen. Taking in his entire career now, he had a hell of a run and is a rightful Hall of Famer, so no, he is not overrated. Number one, Chris Jericho. Think about this. Pretty early on during his time with WWE, Vince McMahon hauled Chris Jericho into his office and told him the contract they had wasn't worth the paper it was printed on. No wonder Jericho thought he was going to be fired. Struggling to make the jump from WCW to WWE, Y2J then hit another wall when he gave China a black eye after being told to take care of her, but also that he should treat her like one of the guys. So who the hell was ever going to win that one? All of this led to him getting some serious backstage heat and moving into the year 2000. It was hard to see how Jericho was going to come back from this. Cream always rises to the top though, and Chris overcame it, but for a while he was seen as the WCW flop who couldn't swim with the big boys. How daft does that sound now? He is one of the best to ever do it. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.